investors believing the impossible, making the price of gold falter. By Thorsten Polite. Spoken by Microsoft George. Since its record price on the 6th of August, 2020, the price of gold has declined by 14% to $1,750 per ounce. This is no doubt a rather disappointing performance, especially given a roughly 27% rise in the S&P 500, a strongly expanding money supply and rising goods price inflation basically across the board. There seem to be two interrelated factors that have proven to be a drag on the price of gold and silver, for that matter interest rates and the safety net the Federal Reserve, Fed, has put under financial markets. Long-term U.S. interest rates started rising from around July 2020 until March 2021. That rise was accompanied by a decline in the price of gold. The reason appears to be straightforward, higher yields represent higher opportunity costs of holding gold. As a result of, somewhat, higher yields, the demand for gold and the gold price fell. When yields began to decline from March 2021, however, the gold price recovered as holding gold became more attractive from an investor's perspective, leading to a higher gold price. When Fed Chairman Jerome J. Powell announced on the 16th of June 2021 that the central bank could bring forward its first interest rate hikes from 2024 to 2023, U.S. yields moved up again. But only a little. For instance, the two-year yield rose to 0.26% from previously 0.165%. The yield rise was enough to discourage those investors who had bet on a continuation, if not an intensification, of the Fed's inflationary policy. The outlook of the Fed tightening policy, in two years, sent the gold price southwards. Is it likely that the Fed will really tighten monetary policy? To answer this question, we have to turn our attention to the Fed's safety net. It is invisible, but it is real, the Fed has given the financial markets explicitly or implicitly the promise to ward off any new crisis and to prop up the system by issuing any amount of credit and money deemed necessary. This has lowered investor risk aversion. As a result, investors take additional risks in stock, bond, and housing markets and require relatively low risk compensation. At the same time, investors' inflation expectations have remained relatively subdued despite the latest very strong spikes in many commodity, producer, and consumer goods prices. In fact, there are little signs that suggest investors are on the verge of fleeing fiat currencies, or that they are losing confidence in central banks' willingness and ability to preserve the purchasing power of their fiat currencies. In other words, investors believe that central banks will be able to do the impossible. Doing the impossible is, however, impossible. Central banks can, of course, fend off yet another credit crisis by issuing new money. They can also preserve the purchasing power of money by stopping printing up ever greater amounts of money which would then lead to the collapse of the fiat currency system. However, over time, central banks cannot achieve both of these goals. The price movement in financial markets suggests that investors continue to put a great deal of trust into the omnipotence of central banks. To cut a long story short, I believe that the current pricing of gold does not adequately reflect the true risks investors face in this economic and monetary system, risks that will sooner or later be taken into account in investors' risk assessment. It is hard to say where the price of gold will be trading in the short term, that is in the next months and quarters but I am pretty confident that it will be much higher in the medium to long term, 
that is, in one to two years. So for long-term investors, the current gold price is something of a bargain. Thank you very much for listening.